Welcome to Bubbles and Biz, where we raise a glass to small business owners and entrepreneurs. Hi, I'm Nicole Bernard, and I'll be your host. I've been a small business owner for over 12 years, and I know how hard it is to market your business effectively. With all the tools out there, it can be confusing, and with all the tasks of running a business, it can be hard to find the time. In this podcast, I'll cover best marketing practices, essential tips and tricks to grow your business, and chat with other business owners to glean valuable information that they are using to crush their goals. So grab a glass and let's chat. Hey guys, and welcome back to Bubbles and Biz, where we raise a glass to small business owners and entrepreneurs. Um, This week, I'm super excited to chat with my guest. Um, Your background's amazing, um, so I can't wait to ask you all the questions. Um, (laughs) But my guest is Tracy Pendergast, and she is a mom, wife, and professional actress turned small business owner. That's what I can't wait to hear about. Um, Two years ago, she reached crazy amounts of burnout um, with her brand and her blog and realize that no amount of money, numbers, or sales are enough to keep us in love with our passions unless we have the right support and community to keep us inspired, refreshed, and encouraged all the way. So that's what prompted her to start Daisy Made, a community of makers, doers, and learners to keep the spark of their craft alive and get rid of creative burnout. So thanks for joining me today. Thank you for having me. I wrote quite the intro for you. I love it. I'm so sorry. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Oh, and I love the name. We had a um, we had a lamb named Daisy for the longest time, oh. and like whenever I think of the name Daisy, I think of this cute little sheep. Um, but so I love the name. Um, that just made the name a million times better. Thank you. <laughs> I'll, I'll send you a picture of her. She's so cute. Uh, please do. <laughs> Thank you. Awesome. Well, yeah. Um. So uh, yeah, I'd love to again hear about how you got to be where you're at. Um. Again, we know what kind of made you start Daisy Made, but how the, the whole process. Um, and did you ever think you'd be like, you know, a founder of like an awesome, amazing community? Oh, well, thank you for calling it awesome and amazing. Mm-hmm. I did not know that the journey would bring me here, but I am so happy it did. This I have never felt so excited and in alignment with anything in my life. I just love the community so much. Mm-hmm. Um, when I became a mom... I stopped acting and really felt just a huge sense of loss of my creativity and also the really tight-knit community I had in the Mm -hmm. acting community. So I started a small business to really um, take care of that creativity, that need for an outlet. But really, more than anything, I realized I was missing the community aspect I was like, do I like the community more than I like the creativity? I think (laughs) it's that, I don't know if you feel like this, but I just really thrive in an environment where a lot of people are exchanging ideas and and sharing, right? Mm -hmm. And when you're a solopreneur, it's just you. And you can talk to your family about what you're doing, but you kind of want to talk to people who get it, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I really wanted to create that community that I felt was so necessary in this space. And that's what prompted the beginning of Daisy Made. And now we have um, a membership as well called Magnetic Makers. And it's just a happy, creative, supportive place. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of, I mean, that's the whole reason why I started this podcast. Cause same thing, you know, I felt like I was going nuts and there was, I mean, I, like you said, to talk to family and things like that, but I wanted a community of people who like to drink with me and talk about business. 
<laughs> You're like, how can I really combine my two yes, passions? Exactly. I'm just gonna push them together. <laughs> I love that for you. I you you have to build the thing that you need. And exactly. if you need it, a bunch of other people definitely need it too. Yeah. I mean, entrepreneurs need a glass of champagne on a Friday afternoon. I mean, that's absolutely. This is true. I never (laughs) knew I needed it till I was sitting here drinking it with you. And now I'm realizing it actually is a a thing. Yeah. So which one did you get? I can't remember which one I shipped you. I got the, I don't want to say it wrong. Is it Devon? Okay. Yes. That one, that one I've was like, oh, that label looks fun. I've never shipped that one before. So. And it like matches my, I'm a big orange person. So I love it. It's delicious. Thank you so much. Yeah, I feel you're so spoiled. <laughs> I was reading the other day on a fun fact. It said like the first glass of champagne goes to your head quicker because of the amount of bubbles that are in the first pop. So just a heads fun. up. Like, Can't wait is- for that to hit. <laughs> Patiently waiting. <laughs> um, So this is totally a segue but so what kind of like did you act on like sitcoms or movies or like what was that all about because that just intrigues me so much because I'm such an introvert that I like the thought of acting or being in front of people makes like my armpit sweat <laughs> you know what's funny though so for me I could be I could go into a million audition rooms a week feel nothing no sense of nerves or embarrassment or like that ewey you know, feeling of, did I do something wrong? Right. But as a small business owner, for me to get on stories and and just be myself and talk mm-hmm. about my business, that's really hard for me. Really? So I think we all have different things that we really excel at, right? And it's mm-hmm. kind of connected. Um, I went to school for musical theater and then transitioned into commercial acting and hosting. So yeah, that's so my fun. journey. And I think anybody who can, any small business owner that's able to chat about their business and get in front of people and sell it every day, you are an actor in your own, in your own right, for sure. Totally. And it takes a lot. It takes a lot to try to, yeah, show up and sell and all that. It does. Mm-hmm. I love it. So, you know, I think like community is obviously such a big part of growing our business. Um, so how like what tips do you have on growing like a meaningful community like for your business and like what does that actually mean sure so i think all small business owners are community leaders all of us mm-hmm. and whether we choose to really embrace that and do something with it and grow our community and strengthen it or not that's really a preference but i believe that we already all stand in that position Having a strong community is really about building long-lasting customers and relationships. And I think it's really about giving your customers or your clients a voice when it comes to your business. So I think at the most baseline level, it's about starting to ask questions, start conversations, and build one-on-one relationships with the people who are already in your space. Mm-hmm. And then you can really blossom and grow from there. Yeah. Oh, I love that. It's so true. Um, and I recently started listening to like a book. It's called Law, The Law of Success by Napoleon Hill. He's the one that Ooh. wrote Think and Grow Rich. It's like a, it's actually like a 16 module course, which I didn't realize when I got the audiobook. But he was talking about, you know, that element of always giving more than you expect to be paid for, which I think we kind of 
forget or sometimes it gets lost this day and age. Like everybody's kind of like, I need to get paid this, blah, blah, blah. Like, and I don't feel like that element of really giving more than is expected. Like, I don't think people understand how much that could grow your community. It's true. Those one-on-one relationships are everything. Mm -hmm. And also just being generous with information is everything. Mm -hmm. And even as a community member, someone who comes into the membership, really to get the most out of the membership, they have to put in energy as well. Yes. That's that's the difference between taking a course and being a part of a community, right? Mm -hmm. So- Absolutely. You get what you give. And the more you give to people and the more you share and educate your community, it will come back to you tenfold, 100%. It is a long game and it takes a while to see results, Mm -hmm. but I absolutely believe that. Yeah, I totally do too. Yeah, because it's, you know, we can sign up for all of the communities and all the courses, but if you're not going to show up and, you know, put in your energy, then it's just it has to be that two-way street for sure exactly it's just like i always think of communities or online spaces like a neighborhood like during covid when everything shut down neighbors were like coming out of the woodworks in our community and dropping things on each other's porches leaving notes and kind of supporting our neighborhood was really supportive of each other and all of those gifts came from years of us slowly getting to know each other, mm-hmm. doing nice things for each other, sharing things. It's like you never know when everything's going to come, when you're going to need the gifts and right. need to receive all of that. But if you're always laying the groundwork, it does happen eventually mm-hmm. when you yeah. need it. <laughs> oh, I love it. It's so true. So what do you, what do you think are like the key elements of creating like a strong community? Like, what are there like few things you're like, hey, you really need this, 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 or you do things this way? Or like, how does that work? So there's three I like to share. And the first one is a shared consciousness. So this is the connection that members have with the brand and with one another. So it's that feeling of walking into a space and thinking, these are my people. Or seeing a service provider and thinking, this is like my vibe. This is my Mm -hmm. energy. This is how I do business. And if you want to create a community with a really strong shared consciousness, it means that you can't be for everyone. And I think that's the hardest part for small business owners because we want everyone to like us Mm -hmm. and we want to be for everyone. But when we try to be everything for everyone, we're kind of nothing for nobody. (laughs) That's like really bad grammar, but um, we become nothing because Mm -hmm. we're just so diluted. So definitely that shared consciousness. And then another thing I love to talk about are rituals and traditions. So these are the things that the people in your space or your clients know and and expect and love. They could be inside jokes that you're Mm -hmm. like always dropping little callbacks. They can be your newsletter It can be a check-in on Mondays where you have a coffee in your stories. It's just things that they recognize and think, oh, I'm a part of something and I'm starting to recognize that this always happens and I'm a part of this. Mm -hmm. And then the last thing is really a sense of moral responsibility. And this is really about just feeling like you're a part of something bigger than yourself. So in our membership, It's about the weeks where you don't necessarily need any help from the group, 
but you're willing to show up and support. So it's, you know, that in order for the membership and the community to be tight and do well, you need to also put in your energy Mm -hmm. when you don't necessarily need anything in return. So those are the three things I like to focus on um, when it comes to building a strong community. Yeah, I love that. And do you ever see people kind of struggle to kind of find their voice? Like, do you have any tips on how people can make their voice stronger or if they're not even sure what their voice is or how to get started with that? Of course. I even struggle sometimes to rediscover my voice. Sometimes we'll, we, we are constantly looking at social media and absorbing so many thoughts and opinions and so many coaches and business leaders telling us how we should run our business. So it is very easy to get off course And as a community leader, you're going to have to stop and reassess and get back on track multiple Mm -hmm. times. I put those blinders on, you know, like, right. Well, there's some times where I think I just need a couple weeks of detox to remember, to get excited and remember what this space is for again. And it's okay to take those breaks. Yes. Nothing is going Mm -hmm. to happen. Literally nothing's going to happen in your business if you take a little time. Um, But in terms of finding your voice, I think probably the best place to start is asking yourself, what does my customer need? What do they want? And what problem am I solving? It's kind of like the basis for building any business, right? right? And every time you feel confused about what to talk about or where you're going with things, come back to, okay, my customer's struggle is... For me, though, they're wearing too many hats in their small business. They are overwhelmed. And the problem that I solve is taking that load off by having a lot of hands on deck to to support them and give Mm -hmm. them resources so they don't have to carry everything alone. So yeah, constantly going back to what is the problem I'm solving? Mm -hmm. What does my community need is a really good touch point to keep returning to. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And I feel like, you know, being able to put it in such a clear sentence like that, like makes it just so much more easier to be like, oh, yeah, this is this is what I'm doing. This is why I have my products or services or community like and then you're able to stick to that and then come back to that. And, you know, all your content and what, however you communicate with your people, like they're going to be able to start to understand that like clear understanding. Right. And I love I love trends. There are certain trends that circulate around and I think, oh my gosh, those are that's so fun or that's so funny. But before you just hop on every single trend that breezes through, ask yourself, right. is this supporting my people mm-hmm. or do I just think this is funny right. or do I just think this is cool? Um, and that's hard because there's a little bit of FOMO involved, but you can create your own trends by just supporting your people relentlessly. Mm-hmm. I love that. And then they'll start to see that, like you said, as the ritual and tradition. And then they'll start, mm-hmm. you know, like that whole, oh, yeah, I know that's coming. And so. Exactly. And then you start to associate certain brands with their own signature thing. Yeah. And you don't have to feel like you're constantly chasing mm-hmm. the trends, which is just, I think it's the killer of creativity, yeah. personally. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. Because like, like you said, you could come up with your own 
trends, which is super creative, you know, because somebody else thought of that, some other creative, and we're all super creative, you know, so. Exactly. You never know. I'm sure there are people watching you right now thinking that something you're doing is so cool and trying to feel like and trying to figure out how they can do it in their own business, whether you realize it or not. So Mm -hmm. totally keep on track. Totally. And I think we a lot of people forget, too, that like we do all have personal brands, though we might not sit and like write out like this is my personal brand or this is my vision. Like and I'd like to remind people to to take a little bit of time to think of that, you know, and like you said, like, what are your people struggling with? What do you fix? Like, how do you want them to view you? How do you want to show up? Where are you going to show up kind of thing? So. Right. And that that kind of is another piece of my biggest advice when you're trying to build that community is really asking people what they need. Mm -hmm. Like if you don't know what to do or what to talk about, you have a whole community of people who are very willing to tell you. Yes. And if you don't know if you're doing a good job or if things are easy to use or if your process is making sense, you can literally just ask. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's so awesome and easy. Mm -hmm. Totally. It's not always easy to hear feedback. Right. But it's very easy to ask for. <laughs> and it's free, you know, like the people will tell you, like people I think want to share what they're feeling or their wins or their struggles, you know? And so yeah, just asking is huge. For sure. I love that. Um so yeah, I'm curious to know where you have your community online. Like what's your favorite platform or like tips on where to, you know, kind of have your epicenter of your community? <laughs> Sure. I think you can have your community wherever people hang out. So if you are loving Instagram, that can be your hub. If you're loving Facebook, uh, the Facebook group, it's really where your people hang out. And I would absolutely recommend asking them where they hang out if you're looking to build something new. Mm -hmm. When I first started Magnetic Makers, it was a Facebook group. And I did that because I didn't think anyone would want to download a new app and learn a new platform. So I just assumed. I didn't ask. Well, I launched and I got so many messages saying, hey, I really want to be a part of your group, but Facebook is not for me and I'm not on it. I deleted my account. So is there another way for me to be involved? And obviously you can't can't be everywhere for everyone, but I learned oh, I really should have asked because the majority of my people are not on Facebook. Mm -hmm. So we transitioned over to Mighty Networks. I love it. It's been wonderful. And the majority of our members were really on board with hopping over there. There are always going to be some people that are not comfortable with your platform, but I would really just see where the majority feel the most comfortable Mm -hmm. or are willing to go. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I've used Mighty Networks before. I really like it. Um, I've done, just started with Kajabi recently. And mm-hmm. I've, it's kind of a giant. And so I'm still like learning it, but but I like it so yeah. far. Yeah. I don't think there's a perfect platform. I don't think so. They either. all come yeah. with their, you know, there are things that I wish that Mighty Networks had. There are things I love that I think no one else has. I love a good old just Facebook group community, but things get very Mm -hmm. lost and chaotic. So, yeah, it's just kind of finding the thing that is best for what you need to hold for sure. Yeah. I've also noticed, too, with different people that I've worked with that, um, again, what could be with any platform or marketing thing or whatever, but like that silver, like what is that called? 
bells and whistles or whatever. And you're like, oh, mm-hmm. I want to try that one. Like not being consistent and kind of jumping from different platforms to mm-hmm. see what people would like. And I've seen a lot of people drop off in doing that, you know, so. Just I would it. highly recommend if you are curious about different platforms to join communities on those platforms yeah. and experience them as a user. So for Mighty Networks, I have, I obviously know where everything is in our community because I put it there. Right. But I've joined other Mighty Networks communities just to see as a consumer how I can navigate things on my own. And that really does help. And it's not snooping or, you right. know, you're paying the creator to kind of learn a little bit more about the platform. Mm-hmm. Um, and like do join a group that's fun. That's not yeah. business related. Join like a walking some are club. Free, or right? Like some are just totally free. Can't they be on exactly? Yeah. There's some like, yep, totally. So many, so many platforms out there. So I would definitely, before you pour all of your money into a new platform, mm-hmm. try to experience it as a consumer. Yeah. I love that. That's a fantastic idea. Um, and do you have any tips for people on, you know, how to get people into their community or their membership and, you know, retention's a big thing. Like, do you have any tips or things that you've seen work for either of those? So I think the best thing you can do, and it's really another great way to celebrate your community is let, again, let your community do the talking for you really Mm -hmm use all use your community's testimonials and their wins to really celebrate them and also show what how transformational your community is or your product is it can you can do this with anything it's not just educational so if you are selling shoes you can highlight runners anything mm-hmm. um so i think really giving your customers a voice and celebrating their wins is the best way you can promote anything mm-hmm. and then um really building out an affiliate program i i don't like i don't like all all affiliate programs all the time it has mm-hmm. to feel right and it has to really serve your customers so it's not about pressuring them to make sales for you mm-hmm. it's just about saying i really appreciate that you are sharing my product with other people and with friends, that means the world to me. And I think you should be rewarded for it and not pushing them into being a salesperson if they don't want to be, but offering that. And it also gives them, it makes them a part of the community's success as it grows. Mm -hmm. They know they were a big part of that. Um, In our specific community, we do 50% um, recurring commissions. So if they get two people into the membership, they can just, they're not even paying anymore. So it's also like a fun way to, you know, get your your product or your membership paid for. So that's also a great incentive. Yes, I love that. And yeah, like you said, and you know, they're going to pull in people that are like them, like-minded, you know, so it just completely adds to the value of the community. For sure. I love that. Um, And so do you only have a membership or like what all... Like if people are listening or like, oh, I want to get involved. Like what all does Daisy Made offer and do? Sure. So the broader community is a lot of education and supportive materials. We have a blog with a lot of resources. So there is a lot of ways to 
in, um, enjoy Daisy Made for free. Mm-hmm. The membership is for people that really need support. And there's tons of templates. We have multiple classes a month. And we are also launching a template shop in a couple months. So that will be another way. I just want small business owners to get the relief and the help that they need in any way that I can. So I'm constantly thinking about what's another way I can deliver this for someone who isn't super social or Mm -hmm. learns better completely on their own, quietly writing stuff down. So always adding to our library for sure. I love that. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. I mean, like you said, there's a million hats that we all wear as business owners. So I love that you're alleviating some of those hats. (laughs) Well, yeah. And none of us can be good at everything. There's just, I'm sorry, like naturally you are not good at all of the different, well, maybe some people are, but it's okay to say, I don't really enjoy this part of my business. I'm going to buy a template Mm -hmm. and I'm just going to, it will be off my plate. I can personalize that template to make it to make it my brand voice. And then I'm just done with it. And then you can mm-hmm. move on yep. instead of being a constant state of freeze because there's just so much. Yes. Yeah. So I'm all about outsourcing and asking for help. Yeah. Well, and that's it. It frees us up to do things that we are really good at, you know? Exactly. And then you start realizing, oh, I'm not losing my creativity. I'm not uninspired. I've just been overwhelmed because I'm doing too many things. Exactly. I'm tired and Mm -hmm. I've had no support. It's just like in motherhood when you think you're like, well, I'm going to speak to my experience. (laughs) There have been times where I felt like I'm like not a good mom. I'm I'm not showing up as the mom that I want to be this week. And then you get a really good night of sleep or a little break Mm -hmm. or time with friends and you realize, oh, no. (laughs) It's not me. I was tired. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> I needed like care and I needed friendship and I needed to talk to somebody. And then you realize that those things are crucial. Yes. It's the totally. same thing with business ownership. I'm mm-hmm. sure you you walk that as well. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. I mean, it's like growing a little baby. Like it's yeah. See, mm-hmm. it's a perfect analogy. Um, yeah. It is a lot of the similar milestones and emotions. <laughs> it's true. It's so yeah. true. Um And so as far as marketing, this is one of my favorite questions to ask. Um, Like what works for you in your business? Like what marketing strategies do you use? What do you love? Like what do you use to continue to grow? I have fallen in love with email marketing. And that's, again, that's something I never thought I was good at Mm -hmm. or something I never felt like I could handle consistently consistently. You mm-hmm. are friends with Liz, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I okay. Her. I, th- I was about to ask the same thing. I was like, I'm pretty sure you get- work with Liz. Yeah. So Liz Wilcox is someone who she spoke in our membership, but she also has another, an email membership. And I think it's a great Kickstarter for confidence. If you feel like you're not good at writing emails, just to have somebody hold your hand for as long as you need and realize, oh, wait, I was really overthinking this. It can just be a note to my friend, like to my people. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love email marketing. I do like Instagram. I don't have an issue with it. Mm-hmm. I think the way that I've the way that I think about it has changed a lot over mm-hmm. the last two years. I really look at it as more of a holding container for thoughts and things that are coming up. Um, And then Pinterest is just life Mm -hmm. for creative businesses in general. So those are the three things. 
Yeah. It's what, and it's pretty. Exactly. Yeah, so pretty. <laughs> Nothing makes you feel bad on Pinterest. Right. Like, yeah. Why are we not all just there all the time? Exactly. Yeah. I agree. And then my customers, like my amazing um, community members that are just so generous with sharing the membership with other small business owners, they mm-hmm. are. They're my favorite form of marketing, mm-hmm. and it's all completely just like from the heart. So yeah. I really appreciate that. I love that. That's huge. And that's, you know, like, again, the foundation of all your those relationships. And that's what, you know, marketing is really about creating those relationships and building them and all of that. Exactly. I love that. Um, and this is the other fun question I like to ask. So like we talked about kind of comfort zones, how I talked about I hate talking in front of people or acting and you mentioned it's harder as a small business owner what do you do to like kind of just break out of your comfort zone keep going like to make your business you know to grow your business and just you know things like that so I think one of the biggest things you can do is just put dates on the calendar like create time constraints Mm -hmm. if you really are scared of doing a live put a live on the calendar and ask somebody to do it with you. And like, it's just going to happen because you've made a commitment. Um, I used to get so caught up in perfectionism and I would have these huge ideas and they would just not get done ever Mm -hmm. because I would be almost there. I'd hit that middle point of burnout, set them down and start something new. And I really like the idea of starting something, putting an end date on the calendar and really following through Mm -hmm. into the next thing. And it's really hard. Um, I heard a quote recently. It was, um, be a factory, not a warehouse. So don't do work that never sees the light of day. If you're a warehouse and you're just storing all of these ideas, no one gets to enjoy them. So be a factory, constantly be pushing things out into the world. and. I really feel like it just things are better when you're mm-hmm. like that. So, yeah, just I love that. Well, that like hits home so hard because, you know, I think a lot of times as business owners, we're like, oh, are we putting too much out there? Or, you know, like people are going to get annoyed or I don't want to, you know, go over, but blah, blah, blah. But if we're not putting it out there, then nobody's going to see it and it's just going to sit in the warehouse. Yeah. And our feeds and our everything that we consume is so noisy. Mm-hmm. You're not bothering anyone. Right. <laughs> They're not even noticing. If it's bothering them, they will swipe and keep moving yeah. on with their date. No one is thinking, uh, they're sharing their thing again. Right. I think that. If oh, I yeah. do start feeling like that, I unfollow, which exactly. that means I'm not the customer. Mm-hmm. Or I just swipe on and move on with my day. It's right. It's not that deep. And yeah. You owe it to the people that need your product or service to show up and talk about what you can do to help them. So mm-hmm. just put yeah. things on the calendar for sure. I love that. I love it. That's so true. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, yay. So we're down to your favorites. These are just kind of like quick, personal, like favorite questions. So what's your favorite okay. book? My favorite book, I think it would have to be Atomic Habits. Oh, it's a good one. It's like so lame. but No, it's a good I love I that love- book. I love that book because I can always put it in my ears when, so I'm like an audiobook person, but I can mm-hmm. always put it in my ears and it like brings me down to like calm. And I don't know why, but it's like <laughs> therapeutic to me. So I've listened to it so many times and yeah, I'll go, I'll, I'll go with that. 
Yeah, I love. I've never listened to it. I read it, and it's been a few years, so I feel like I should just like go back to it. But I, I remember just, just listen. Okay. So I don't mean this with any disrespect, but I sometimes when men are reading, I have a hard time listening and connecting. Mm-hmm. But I can like I can connect and deal with his voice. Interesting. <laughs> so because sometimes you like there's such a good book, but the voice is just right. so annoying, and mm-hmm. you, you just can't. Yeah, so anyway. no, the voice of the narrator matters a ton. It like, makes or breaks. Yeah. Yes, totally. I agree. Um, what's your favorite thing to drink? It can and it can be anything. Like, I'm gonna be basic again and just say iced coffee. I'm so sorry. <laughs> that sounds actually really good right now. So basic. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, what's your favorite thing to do to relax? Bath, hundred mm-hmm. percent. Love it. I love a bath. Uh, what's your favorite thing to watch? Okay, right now we're super into the show Peaky Blinders, and I am loving. It is so good. So oh. that is my current favorite. It's on Netflix. Okay. I've never even heard of it. Peaky Blinders. I'm loving. I had okay. never heard of it either. It was one of those like desperation plays because there was nothing else, and we are so into it over here. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. <laughs> um, and what's your favorite place to go? Uh, where's your favorite place to travel to? My favorite place to travel to? Anywhere with water and sun. Mm-hmm. So locally, I'd say like Palm Springs or the beach. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we'll just go with that. Palm Springs or the beach. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. Well, awesome. Well, yeah. So if you can share your website, social media, all the places everybody can find you to connect with you and your community more. Yeah. So my website is daisymade.com. Um, dot com. I love how I like <laughs> um, um, and then Instagram is Hello Daisy Made. All of our social channels are Hello Daisy Made. Okay. And you can also find out about Magnetic Makers, which is the membership at and all of those places. Okay. It's very easy to find the information. And we would certainly love for your listeners to check it out. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. It sounds like a lot of my listeners, because it's a lot of business owners, it's a lot of women, um, really creative. So yes, everybody should go check it out. Amazing. You know what? I'll put a, a fun promo code. Let's yeah. see. What would be like a fun code? Like bubbles? Yeah. We'll do the, bubbles for perfect. a special surprise code for the membership. Yay. Um, If anyone is in, interested, I okay. will create that right now. Awesome. Oh, well, thank you for doing that. That's amazing. Yeah, of course. Well, yay. Well, this has been so much fun. Um, I, I love learning about you building your community because I, like I said, I think that's such a big part of being able to grow our business. Um, so I just love that you're doing, doing that and supporting small business owners. So thank, thank you. For, thank yeah. you for, thank you for having me and thank you for having this platform for people to come on and just chat. It's, yeah. it's easy breezy. I had such a great time. Awesome. Well, yeah, I love hearing that. <laughs> thank you. Awesome. Thanks. And I'll see you next week, everyone. Thanks for listening to this week's Bubbles and Biz. I hope you enjoyed it and were able to walk away with something new to implement or inspired in some way. If you're frustrated with your marketing efforts and you're ready to master your marketing and grow your business, I'd love to help you. Head to nb.marketing backslash services to learn more.